Right, and then we were going to talk about what to do with old people, right? Right. Isn't that the other? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I suggested a cruise for a 90-plus cruise. A one-way cruise. <laughs> Welcome to Charbroil Chats. Can you put your phones in a place where you can see if they're recording, or does the screen just black out? Mine blacks out, but I check it every so often. Because the Zoom recording from the last time Grace, you were almost unusable. Really? So if we can if we can keep the phones going, that would be great. You know, it could be this. Sometimes and it happens to other people too, but sometimes like you'll start talking and you'll sound like a little mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to just log in again. That's not a setting? So No, it's not. It's funny and, and or sometimes it'll just sound like like the exorcist, like, uh, you know, it's really weird. So maybe I should just make sure I'm testing the mic every time. It's not you talking like that. No. It could be. It could be if I were possessed, yes. Or if I were a mouse, yes. Anyway, keep your eye on your phones. Uh-huh. Yes, will do. So did we want to keep talking about old people or just move past that? I had dinner with old people last night. <laughs> Who was that? In-laws? Yes, my in-laws. We were celebrating my mother-in-law's 91st birthday. Wow. My mom's going to be 91 tomorrow. Wow. Yep. It's the new 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for my mom, maybe, and not for my dad. <laughs> yeah, for my mother-in-law. Did, yeah. did you want to kill them by the end, or what? <laughs> no, no. I, I'll i be honest with you, I felt I felt bad, because... There were nine of us all together in the room, and that's a really difficult scenario when one of them has hearing aids and doesn't really hear very well with the hearing aids, and the other one, actually, she hears everything, but it's just it's just hard when there's so many people and the kids are there, and it's la, 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 la. So, yeah, we had a lot of sort of conversations going on in different places, and, and they were like this the whole time, just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, sometimes that happens. They probably didn't want to listen anyway. They're just happy <laughs> having dinner and could, you know, right. being there. <laughs> you know, it's weird because with my parents, like my dad's hearing, <laughs> did I tell you this story already? Probably. Like my dad's hearing was going, we could tell, you know, and we finally convinced him to go to the doctor to get it checked out. And he's like, well, you know, I got it checked out and I have some hearing loss, but it's totally age related. <laughs> and I'm like, we didn't think you had cancer of the ear, dad. We know it's age related. We just want you to do something about it, you know. But he, of course he won't. No. But oddly enough, like my mom is really bad now. Like she has hearing aids, but maybe she doesn't use them enough or what? like you you'll have a phone conversation with her and she'll just talk over you and you're trying to say something and then she'll be like okay bye <laughs> literally hang up before you could say what you needed to say because maybe she thinks you're not talking and you're done or whatever but hers is really bad now well you know hearing aids are not not what they're yeah. cracked up to i be. know i know i tried one and uh you know, it just didn't work at all. I've heard that you can get really good ones, but, you know, they start like around $6,000. They're expensive. And then you have to go through a whole program to train it yes. to work for you. So they're not there yet. Yeah, maybe by the time I really... I mean, of course, Luis would say that my hearing's already gone, but <laughs> maybe by the time I really have need for them, maybe the 
technology will be better. I am kind of surprised that I don't need them because of all the, you know, the concerts that I went to over the years. I mean, I remember once going to two Bruce Springsteen shows, which, you know, are legendary for being like three and a half hours long. So Mm -hmm. one was on a Wednesday, the other one was on a Friday and my ears rang for like five days. Right. And I, from what I understand, like anything more than like eight hours or a day now, I don't know this, this could be a factoid, but in general, it's true that, you know, ringing over a certain amount of time means that you've had some hearing loss, right? Right. Is that tinnitus? Yeah. Is that what that is? That they... Well, that's when you have the ringing in your ears. Yeah. I feel like I always have some sort of sound in my ear, don't you? Like if you're sitting in a silent room or something and you hear. Yeah, yeah. you can't you can't pay attention to that else yeah. you'll go nuts. <laughs> right. So, oh, good. You, so you know, like you can't unhear it. It's not just me then. It's yeah. like floaters in your eye. If you right. if you start paying attention, yes. then you're in trouble. Yes. You won't be able to see. You'll just be like this all the time. <laughs> I mean, my sister and I went to a show once, um, and we had heard, like, this guy was loud, you know, but I guess we didn't realize how loud, and the band that opened up for him um, was quite loud, and I said, oh, there's no way he could be louder than this, right? He came out. It it was painful. We had to leave. I mean, and then we noticed as we were going out, everyone had earplugs in, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, it hurt. I don't know why you'd want to do that necessarily because I don't think it adds to the sound. They like to feel it in your chest. And... Yeah, but you can, you know, you can do that without it being painful here because I've been in shows where you feel it in your chest yeah. and it feels, mm-hmm. you know, I love the way that feels, but I mean, not to feel like someone's stabbing your eardrums. <laughs> right. Well, last time, Grace, you took notes on what we could talk about this time. Yeah. Well, there were a couple of things, you know. Actually, this week, I um, so this woman in my book club said she is, you know, she's ultra liberal, you know, like all of pretty much all of us in the book club are. But she's one of those people that has all of the bumper stickers. And, and she said she was yeah. driving down the street one day and some person like some woman in a car like cut her off, you know, and she's like, oh, maybe she's drunk or something. And this woman was like still kind of like weaving in and out with her, you know, kind of I don't know what the, the word is, but excuse me, he, and so, like, they finally pull up at a stop sign, a stoplight, and, and my friend's like, oh, I don't know what's going on here, and so this woman starts flipping her off and screaming, Trump 2024, Trump 2024, and, like, just wigging out on her. Right. I mean, what is the deal with that? That's that anger I just don't understand. And now, you don't know when somebody's armed, you know, so. No. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much anger out there now, and people just don't know what to do with it. Well, I think the pandemic, pandemic, the pandem, pandemic, pandemic, <laughs> the damn pandemic, dagnabbit, the pandemic. I think has really. I mean, you know, I think people are yeah. manifesting that in various ways: and depression, anxiety, anger. Mm-hmm. You know, even before that, I think there was anger. Well, that, yeah, that wasn't usual. Yeah, know? yeah. No, you're right. Um, but I think like the past two years on top of it, probably people are just ready to jump off the mm-hmm. bridge. Right. <laughs> the other thing last time we talked was uh, we had an assignment. Bailey was going to watch Walk Hard and Grace was going to watch Airplane. Oops. That didn't happen. Oh. Okay, but I did watch Coda. Oh, what did you think? It was good. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. After watching the Oscars and watching the 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 dad who won the Oscars, so, so I thought it was really interesting to see him and his in the role with the long hair and stuff. And was he good? He was, he was very good. He's very 
natural mm-hmm. and very just seemed to he, i thought he deserved it he yeah went. sometimes somehow it seems like it'd be easier to be natural signing than it is talking right. do you know what i right. mean but it was good because it was it was definitely you know it's a, it's a tearjerker but it's not it's not overly saccharine you don't feel yeah it's not like terms of endearment yeah yeah where you feel kind of <laughs> icky all the way through yeah it, like but... they wanted me to do that right <laughs> they programmed me to cry at that you know, it's a little predictable and all that, but still, it was a good. The, the I thought the act, acting was was great. I don't even know. I know I saw Drive My Car. What were the other movies? I know I haven't seen Power of the Dog yet. Can't, oh, I saw was Nightmare Alley one of them or not? Yes. I can't remember who. Yep. Okay, I saw that. Welcome to the August Oscar edition of Charbroil Chats. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Maybe we should save this until like March of next year. Now, <laughs> you know what I watched uh, yesterday with my sister? It's called Freeway. Have you ever guys ever seen that movie with Reese Witherspoon and Kiefer Sutherland? Oh my. What year is that? It's got to be 25 years ago, mm-hmm. I think. <clears throat> and uh, it's funny because once when at a film festival... There was, you know, you'd pick out movies based a lot of times on their titles, you know, mm-hmm. and their description. So there we there was a movie that's called Freeway 2, Confessions of a Trick Baby. And we're like, okay, we got to see that. You know? so, <laughs> Bailey's like, she's thinking I would never see that. I mean, you you got to go see that. So. So we went and it was this director, Matthew Brighton. Obviously, he has a thing about like, you know, teenage girls, but he also, you know, he's retelling fairy tales and basically. And so, but in the most twisted way possible. So anyway, after we saw Freeway 2, I found out there was, you know, the regular Freeway and that. So Reese Witherspoon plays this kind of trailer trash teenage girl whose mother is gets arrested for being a prostitute and her father's on drugs her stepfather's on drugs and blah 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 but Kiefer Sutherland's this serial killer who picks her up after her car breaks down and it's just it, it, but she is anyone who says they don't like Reese Witherspoon has to see this movie because she kicks the shit out of that's when I first started to like her she kicks the shit out of everyone and she's i mean oh my god that's your hero it's so much fun i got to watch. add it to my list well i wish i could it is it is i don't know if every it so that's a retelling of little red riding hood basically you know and when reese leaves home she's actually carrying this little red basket <laughs> um with her stuff in it and but anyway i mean it's it's you know one of those really out there movies but if you have a dark sense of humor, you'll you'll appreciate it. I, I think we all do. If you don't, you might not appreciate it. Kiefer Sutherland—that doesn't seem to fit. Yeah, he's good in it too because he's just like at first he—I don't know—he's a counselor for troubled boys, you know. And at first, when he's talking to her, he's all, you know, like soothing and you know, I can help you out and blah blah blah. And then you know, then he whacks her. <laughs> Tries? Well, he tries to. <laughs> but she, she shoots him like six times and he doesn't die, but he's totally <laughs> maimed, you know? It's it's really funny. <laughs> Brooke Shields plays his wife. Oh, my Dan Lord. Dan is the detective. It's good. Anyway, that was my... How was Brooke Shields in it? She was good. She played this angry suburban wife. She was kind of like a Karen type, you know? God, she was so good in that show, The Middle. Remember that? I never saw that. What was that about? The Middle with um, uh, Patricia Patricia Heaton and uh, the sitcom. You never saw that? I have not really watched TV, TV 
in like 20 years. It's about a quirky, dysfunctional family in Indiana. Oh. And huh. it's very funny. I can't believe you haven't seen it. And Brooke Shields. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> Brooke Shields plays the white trash neighbor. She's unbelievable in it. She's great. It's been a number of years since it's been on, but uh, I watched it almost completely in syndication. Yeah. So it's on streaming somewhere. Oh, gosh, I can't remember where we watched it. Here's a, a tiny thing that I just thought of. Yes. Why are we okay with guys? I'm not. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I address you as guys. Hey, guys. Oh. You know, that's oh, accepted. Yeah. But but why? How did that? I, I was just reading that's another thing that people need to stop saying. Like you should just say y'all or you folks or whatever. Hey, folks. Y'all. Hey, y'all. Y'all. Yeah. There, there isn't a good other word other you people. What do you people mean, you people? That's a line from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> what do you people mean, you people? Has that movie passed into unacceptability now? I don't know. It's an interesting idea because it's not like they... It's it's a joke that mm-hmm. Robert Downey uses blackface, you know? Right. And, it's, and they take him up on it in the movie. <laughs> I think Blazing Saddles is the one where maybe, you know... Right, right. Like a white person couldn't have made it. Although Richard Pryor was one of the writers on it. Really? And he was supposed to play that role. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I think he would have been good in it, too. Yeah. Although Cleavon huh. Little is, is much more, to me, he's much more attractive, you know. And so you kind of need that part with, like, Madeline Kahn being all gaga over him and everything. <laughs> he's got that sort of ass-kisser look to him, too. You know? <laughs> sort of, I remember seeing that movie in the theater with my parents, <laughs> like, back in the 70s. And my father was laughing so hard that we couldn't hear a lot of it. You know, it's like, Dad, will you shut up? <laughs> he just, he was crying. He was laughing so hard. He was a big Mel Brooks fan, though. So, so. Yeah, I am too. Me too. And that must be one of your family's favorite movies, right, Grace? Because of the farts? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I what? Oddly, you, I, that is the one thing I remembered people talking about before I saw it. What's <laughs> that scene? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, yes. I don't know. <laughs>